Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, or massively helps out the channel. And let's crack on with today's first story. And our first story comes from Sunflower Mama 97 who says, Am I the a-hole for not wanting to force my children to go to church every Sunday? Forgive formatting, I'm on mobiles. Also, sorry for the length. Wanted to make it as clear as possible. ETA, kids are two years old and eight months old. I 27 female and my husband 30 male have two kids. My husband and I both grew up Catholic but had very different experiences within the church growing up, even though we grew up attending the same church with the same community. His family was the example of a good Catholic family. Parents still married happily, a good amount of kids there every Sunday. For our small farm community, they were what others should want to be. Service only behind the scenes, they are nothing like what they portrayed at church. I was born out of wedlock by a teen mum and grew up in a broken home. We adopted but parents later divorced. Due to that I was often the butt of gossip around the church and was often told to my face that I was going to hell just for being born. But my mum still forced me to go every week, Wednesday and Sunday, even though at a young age led me to coming home crying. She forced me to volunteer and participate in numerous activities to try and prove my worth. I have zero issues with my faith. I still believe in the Catholic religion. My issue is with the church itself. I pray regularly, occasionally listen to mass, but I don't feel like I need to show my face in the building to be the whole and complete in my faith. Recently, my husband's best friend, 29 male, got into religion again after years of nothing. My husband was very proud of him for finding that piece of that he, best friend, said was missing. This has also caused my husband to get more involved again which I don't mind, but now my husband wants us to become that picture-perfect Catholic family by attending every week in our Sunday best, no ifs, ands, or buts. I talk to him and he says he understands my feelings to a point, but he only knew love and praise from the church, so to his own admission, only somewhat understands, and says we can't shelter our children from God just because I felt abandoned by the community growing up. We still live in the same area we grew up, I'm not trying to keep my kids from God. I plan to teach them, pray with them, etc. But he doesn't think it's enough. Am I the a-hole? ETA, Hubby and I spoke on lunch today and agree we need to sit down and have a long talk again, similar to the one we had when we first got together. I plan to show him the comments on the post, which I very much appreciate all of your insight. I'm going to start in the comments with Tater Sprouse, who says, not the a-hole. You're exposed to the hypocrisy of the church. It is real. You have a right to not want your children participating in that. Unless you agreed to be active in the Catholic Church when you married and agreed to raise your children under that influence, you have no obligation here. There was no false pretenses. A non-denominational community would be a good compromise. You guys need to get on the same page because such a strong disagreement can hurt your marriage. 
Opie responds to that and says, we didn't even marry in a church since he didn't want the religious ceremony for our wedding. I'm hoping to reapproach this with him after a couple of days to let things relax a bit. Hotspur Jr. says, not the a-hole, and quotes, I talked to him and he says he understands my feelings to a point. And then goes on to say, no, it's a complete sentence. He does not have to understand. His understanding is not required. He does not get to unilaterally decide what your children's religion's upbringing looks like. That's a negotiation, something where you find a compromise that you can both live with. Not a case where that, unless you win the argument by convincing him, he gets to decide. And why you're probably going to have to be okay with your kids showing up at sometimes at church on Sunday. Compromise works both ways after all. You never have to go if you don't want to. That's his thing. Try that, it's not for me. And if he doesn't like the fact that you don't look like a picture-perfect Catholic family, if you're not there with bells on every week, that's his problem. He can channel that frustration into changing the church, making it more responsive to the needs of people like you. Important Donut says, religion can make or break a family and your experience has taught you that you don't need a church to prove what's in your heart and soul. Your husband's family proved that appearance isn't everything and there is no reason for you to head down that same path by forcing you to go just to be the picture-perfect Catholic family. Stick to your faith and stand firm in that you don't need to attend the church every week to prove who you are or what you believe. And one more comment from Owls and Cardinals who says, not the a-hole. Finding a common ground with different philosophies around faith is something that strikes me as very tricky and ideally sorted out before you bring kids into a relationship. Unilateral choice that your husband is attempting to make, no ifs, ands, or buts, is troublesome and frankly not appropriate to a marriage. I mean, is he really saying there is only one version of a relationship with God? Of course not. In my view, he needs to learn empathy and compromise. Your experience was not his, and it sounds like you actually know his experience was inauthentic and based on a facade of his family that wasn't real. To me, he needs to be more open-minded. This requires compromise from you too. Can you work together to find a church you believe presents a more open-minded community than you had growing up? Can you draw some boundaries as to when and the kids actually attend? I.e. it's a monthly instead of weekly. Anyone who describes as wanting to have the picture-perfect family frankly raises red flags for me. There is no such thing. And OP did add a little bit of additional info. So they said, when we first started dating years ago, we did have the religion talk. Back then, he and I were on the same page. Neither very involved. I still practice lightly, but not in a church setting. He had essentially not done anything relating to it for about a decade. So it was decided any kids we would have would be told about it, but able to make their own choices as they grew. It was discussed beforehand. That was at the time he was not really involved in a religion as a whole. Now that he's re-exploring, it's a needed conversation again. I suppose it could be seen that way, but he's been talking about family going every Sunday no matter what, no excuse. I'm fine with him taking the kids, but I don't want him to turn it into a forced thing as he's currently making it sound. As in, no, you can't sleep over at your friend's house for their birthday party this Saturday because we have church in the morning and you will not miss it, which very well could have been a misunderstanding during the initial conversation. Then Opie comes in to update the post and says, First, I want to thank everyone for the input. My husband and I spoke last night and I showed him the post and all the comments. He appreciates the insight and people sharing their experiences since it really helped him see his was the uncommon one. He admits he dove headfirst at a thousand percent into this whole thing, which he has a habit of doing and one of the adorable quirks I've come to love over the years. Never half-assed try something, always very overly passionate for maybe a week or so before he calms down. He feels guilty for it coming off as him wanting to dismiss my experience and feelings for the 
fake perfect family image, which he swears is not his intent, and I believe him. His reason for wanting us to go as a whole family was partly because he misses the sense of community he felt growing up from the church, and ideally was in the mindset that us growing up as a family will give our kids the same feeling and experience as they grow. He thought that many of my negative experiences came from me going to church with my broken family, but he listened and asked me to explain in detail, if I was comfortable, exactly the type of stuff I went through. After I did, he realizes that our children will most likely end up subject to it as well. Our older child was born before we were married, regardless of the church not acknowledging our marriage, and our younger one I was pregnant at the wedding with. He understands now that most of the ridicule I got and hate I experienced was mainly from just existing and nothing I personally had any control over. He doesn't want our children going through that or risking myself reliving it. He still wants to get back into it because he truly feels like he's missing something in his life and thinks this may be it since it was such a huge part of his life for a long time, which I fully support. But he plans to start by just watching Mass online for a bit. He even spoken to his best friend about all of this and his friend reiterated that believing and following the faith does not mean you need to physically go to the building. He also quoted Big Bang Theory as someone in the comments on the original post did. As for the children, as they got older, we plan to explain our beliefs to them as well as others out there. But as they grow, if they decide it's not for them either at all or find one that believes fits them better than mine and my husband's, we will support them because being a parent means loving your children as they are not as you try and make them be. They will be taught to be kind and show love, and not because the church says to, because it's what good people do, religious or not. And one more relevant comment from OP who says, our small community had a Franzican priest growing up who was absolutely amazing. He made me feel welcome, which was nice when I was a kid. He was the only priest my husband dealt with. After my husband and his family moved away for a few years, we ended up with a diocese priest, and that little bit of comfort I was able to find there completely disappeared. And that's when it got really bad for the money grabbing and all that. But he was 12, I believe, when they moved. And by the time his family moved back to the area, he was out of state for work. So he's gone close to two decades now without setting a foot in church, aside from a funeral or a wedding. That's why he and I both think that rose-colored tent lasted so long. My husband was not the most social growing up, so I was the first person he met that, at least to his knowledge, had the negative experience. Granted, he knows all the corruption, cover-ups, etc. that goes on within the church, but he never saw anything bad going on within ours, so was really under the impression of it won't happen here, which he agrees is wrong and more so wishful thinking. Recently, his family, we both come from very large families, and his extended family has always been close, essentially tore themselves apart with a couple of deaths. That's what had him so desperately longing for that community feel again, because his family no longer feels like a community, and that closeness was always something that brought him joy and gave him peace. But he's starting therapy next week and plans to start working on that to help him feel okay with a bit of chaos and disconnect from the everyone needs to get along and like each other thought to be happy. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story is one that we've covered before, but now comes with a new update as well. I will cover the previous parts of the story. So as always, feel free to use the timestamps below, down in the description and along the timeline. Thank you. And it's from Les Sentence 4323 who says, My ex-husband wouldn't let my youngest daughter to be at my wedding. Please help me. So I need to give some backstory. My husband, 37 male, and I, 37 female, have been divorced for six years now. We have two daughters. Emily, 16 female, and Gabby, 8 female, and was happily married for 10 years. My husband cheated on me with a freshman in college and left me for her. It was hard for me. It wasn't so much emotional pain. It wasn't just his cheating, but also how he said he hates me and that I looked ugly. He even said something on the line like, I was not as tight as I used to be. You can imagine my pain. It gave me some serious trust issues. I couldn't forget what he said to me during our divorce. Emily knew why we divorced and she held some resentment towards her father for that. Gabby was too young at the time. Nonetheless, he was a shitty husband but a good father to both of them. We shared custody. The girls would be with me from Friday to Monday. I tried my best but from time to time, I would spiral. I've been in and out of therapy since my divorce. I met my now husband Ben, 41 male, four years ago. We met because we worked in the same building. I was crying on the roof of the office building. Ben was there too when he saw me. He asked me what happened and I just bawled my eyes out because that day was my wedding anniversary and that was the same day my ex decided that he would get married to his affair partner. Ben listened to my concerns and stayed with me the whole day to make sure I was fine. He even dropped me to my house because I was too emotionally unstable to drive myself. From there we started dating. He told me a story about how he lost his wife and only daughter 10 years ago in a car accident. He was really fond of my daughters as well. Emily has started to call him dad after a year of us dating. Gabby also calls him Daddy Ben. I was finally healing and getting back to my old self. Ben was really nice and caring. We welcomed our son a year ago. My girls are happy to have a brother. He proposed to me when I was pregnant and we have been planning for our wedding since then. Now, here is the issue. Emily is one of my bridesmaids. Gabby is my flower girl. Emily is old enough to choose which parent she wants to live with, so there was no issue from her part, but Gabby was still going back and forth from my house to my ex's house. My wedding is in two weeks. My ex was fine with it. I spoke to him many times to make sure that he drives Gabby to my mother's place, but now he refuses. He says that he only gets to see his daughter three times a week and is not willing to give up his days for some party. I told him he could take my days for a week and let her be at the wedding. He says he will not let Gabby go. The wedding is on a Tuesday, which means Gabby would be with him. I cannot change the date because everything is booked. Please give me some advice. We have argued a lot and I don't think I can go through any emotional pain with this ever again. Gabby would be heartbroken because she is really excited to be a flower girl. 
OP's first update then came around four days later and says it's been hectic since I last posted. So I mentioned in my last post that my ex-husband, with whom I share two children, Emily and Gabby. Emily lives with me now, but occasionally goes to her father's place. I made that post on a Wednesday. I went to Friday to pick up Gabby. My daughter, Emily, was pissed. I asked her what happened. She says that Gabby was thrown a tantrum because of some stupid lie their father has told Gabby that they will be going on a vacation on my wedding day. Gabby said no. She was excited to be my flower girl and threw a tantrum. I was furious. This coward man wanted to take my daughter away from me so that she is never my flower girl. I stomped my way into his house and demanded to see my daughter. My fiancé was with me. I demanded to see my daughter and said that he was a coward for not telling my daughter the real reason why she can't be at my wedding. My daughter rushed towards my fiancé, Ben. I told him to tell Gabby the truth. I was done with this man. I told him if he doesn't tell her, I will. I had the screenshots on my phone. I'm surprised that he caved. Eventually, he told her the truth. Gabby was crying and saying that she hates him. My ex-husband was not having it. She took Gabby away from Ben and violently shakes her body and calls her a brat who doesn't appreciate her dad. I don't know what came onto me. I saw Red and pushed my husband out of the way. He called me a bitch and his wife came out and tried to handle him. I got my daughter Gabby, but my husband wasn't letting me. He even got into a physical altercation with my fiance. Emily was recording it from a distance. My ex kept shouting that he would not let my daughter go with him. I reminded him that this is my turn to have her and he agreed that he would let my daughter stay with me until the wedding is over. I have the messages with me that he agreed to our agreement. He couldn't do anything and we left. Upon arriving, Emily told me if it is possible to keep Gabby with us forever because she does not want to live with her dad. I asked why. Then she told me her dad has been really angry ever since I started a relationship. It wasn't that extreme at first. Then he started insulting me behind my back that how much I downgraded by dating Ben got even more agitated when he learned I was pregnant. He's been asking his wife to start having kids and had fights multiple times. It doesn't end there. Emily also mentioned he would often lash out on Gabby and even scold her for making small mistakes. He even forced both of them to call his wife mum, but Emily refused. She also said the only reason she ever goes back is she knows Gabby has to stay with him and she is just protecting her. I cried and asked why didn't she tell me? She responded that she saw how happy I was with Ben, so she didn't want to burden me. I don't know what to say. I never wanted my daughter to take the burden. While I'm happy that she tried to protect her sister, but I feel disappointed in myself that I was so busy with my new life that I neglected my daughter. Whenever they came home, they were smiling and I took that as a sign that everything was okay. I told Emily that I'm proud of her, but she should have told me. She should have never taken it upon herself to save Gabby. I'm their mother and I will protect them from everything. I was going to let my daughter stay with my ex when I was in my honeymoon so that he could not cry about not spending enough time with his daughters. Now I'm thinking otherwise. I don't know what to do. I'm really stressed and next week is my wedding. Any suggestions? And Opie comes in with a new update around a week or so later and says, Hello guys, I took your suggestions and filed for emergency custody. I have also contacted a lawyer so that I can get full custody of Gabby. My daughter, Emily, is a key witness and she does have the video saved. She's a smart girl. I'm glad she saw the tension in the air and recorded it. I gave this to my lawyer. He said I shouldn't have jumped on my ex, but it can be played as self-defense because he was hurting and scaring Gabby. I was able to get emergency custody. I was lucky I got it in a short time. 
I will talk to my lawyer about full custody and details. He said that given how he acted and the video evidence along with the statement from Emily, I do have a strong case, but I know my ex. He will not give up so easily, but neither am I. I'm postponing my honeymoon until this matter is resolved. Even though this whole week has been stressful for me and everyone, I managed to cheer up Gabby. My family was really supportive. We did have a wedding, but I felt like some of the joy was stripped away from us because of the whole drama with my ex. But nonetheless, I felt really special on that day. My first marriage was rushed because I got pregnant, but this one felt right. I got to wear a gown and walk down the aisle. My daughter also enjoyed it a lot. I was glad my now husband Ben was there with me. I always had this insecurity in me that no man would want to be with me because I have so much baggage, but he stuck with me in my worst. As for my ex, he's a lost cause. He's been also sending me and my husband some hateful messages. He's been bad-mouthing me. We blocked him. Two days before my wedding, my ex-in-laws had a chat with me. My ex-mother-in-law wanted me to drop the case and not take their grandkids away from their father. But I'm glad my ex-father-in-law stuck with me. He said that his own son is a danger to himself and his kids. He should not be allowed kids at all. My ex-mother-in-law tried to argue, but my ex-father-in-law shouted at her, Do you care more about your pathetic son or the safety of your grandkids? At least someone gets it. And then there is my ex's wife, who's moved out of his house because she said, and I quote, I'm too good to be a stepmom of some ungrateful brat. I mean, she's still in her 20s, so I get her in some way. Also, some of you asked why I booked a day that clashes with my custody date. Well, the venue we wanted was available on that day only. We already postponed our wedding once due to my pregnancy, so we took it. Also, I didn't think my ex would go bonkers over it. Because when he got married to his mistress, he took our girls out of the state for two weeks because he wanted a destination wedding. I checked with him numerous times before making the decision. He was fine with it until two weeks before the wedding. I have no idea why he was acting like it. And I know people have called me a bad mother for not noticing it earlier. I have no excuse for that. I know I've been consumed so much in my own world that I didn't thoroughly check with my girls. My kids shouldn't feel like them sharing their problems will hamper my life because their problem is my problem. I said sorry to both Emily and Gabby for it. They were kind enough to forgive me, but I will always have this guilt that I didn't see at first. And someone asked OP how the ex-wife contacted her and OP said no, she actually sent me an email saying my girls are spoiled and she is too good to be a stepmom of a couple of brats. I always find stories like that crazy where one partner cheats, they go on and get married and their life carries on. But then as soon as the other partner starts to move on, they're like, hold up, you can't do that and starts getting jealous and acting out because of it. Insane. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. The love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 